Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz and I am your pop culture and sports nerd. Ali? I am Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm VM, your comic book nerd. Yo. Yo. I think I'm like gonna end up getting diabetes after this, this have quarantine. You been, have you been eating shit? Yeah, man. What have you been I'm eating? Cookies, cupcakes, hot Cheetos. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like your I diet hasn't changed though since you were younger, right? I mean, this is what you ate when you were like no, 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 no. teens too, right? So like, I mean, when was the last time you seen me, V? Like, uh, I think the last like when we were helping Ali move. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. I don't know how much I weighed back then, but you I'm, lost weight. I've seen, I've seen you. Yeah. So like, I've I'm I'm down to 170 pounds, and I was at 190 at, this time last year. I weighed 190 pounds, and like this time this year. I'm now at uh, 170 pounds, so I've lost 20 pounds, I think, since the summer. So I've been like, you know, Is it like because you shaved your back. Uh, I sh- no, I <laughs> that probably that probably cut me down to like 168 now. <laughs> but uh, um, I've been like, I've been really good with my diet, like normally, you know, like when I would be at work, it was like um, I'd either do. I'd have I'd have fruit for breakfast or fruit for lunch and like protein in the morning, you know, and like I'd do a heavier meal at dinner, but then like morning or morning and afternoon it was always either fruit or eggs, right? And then if at lunch it'd either be like an acai bowl or a chicken bowl from like flame broiler. So I was doing a really good job of keeping myself like a little healthier. Mm-hmm. But since I've been like fucking stuck at home, man, like what the hell else am I supposed to do? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are in that same they're they're kind of in that same boat right now, right? Like, uh, it's like I used to I, I was doing uh, Muay Thai. I was doing like Muay Thai about four five times a week this past four months or so. Mm-hmm. So I was like I was had like a really good routine going. Like I finally felt like I was like at a point where it's like I was I think I was down about almost thirty pounds. Oh shit! And I was you know I, I was like to the point where it's like I was I was actually feeling really good. You know I was like waking up earlier doing mm-hmm. all that stuff, and then literally the second where I felt like I had, like, a good groove on it, this fucking virus happened, and all of a sudden, like, you know what? You're not going to go and do anything physical anymore, but we do come out with these new mega-stuffed Oreos, <laughs> you know, where it has the most of that weird f- fucking filling in the middle, yeah. you know? So we're going to give you those instead, right? And you can fuck you and your cardiovascular health, Bro. bastard. Yeah, you know what? Uh, 90 calories per one Oreo cookie on these mega stuffs. Yeah, no, 90 I did, calories. I bought um those like caramel coconut Oreos thinking uh, like, yeah. oh, it would taste like um the Girl Scout cookies, like the Samoas or the Coconut Delights, wherever you live, whatever. It's, oh, the Caramel Delights. Caramel, caramel Delights, delights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it would taste like that. It should taste like pure coffee. I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, I like um, coffee-flavored stuff, though. I like don't. That, yeah, when I was a kid, I grew up eating that Haagen-Dazs uh, mm. coffee ice cream. Nah, not a fan, right? dude. Yeah, it's like it was my, it was my mom's favorite flavor. So nah. like, I got super. You know, I was really, and it's like every time I haven't eaten in a long time, but like every time I eat it now, or every time I eat it recently, like it reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. Of, all the, you, of all the things, coffee ice cream. It's really weird, but I hate yeah. coffee. Like, I yeah, I, I, don't, coffee. I don't. I don't think any of us three drink coffee, huh? Yeah, I'm not a coffee drinker at all. No, me neither. In fact, the like, few yeah. times that I've had it, it's been a less than pleasant experience. Yeah. I've taken well, I mean, sips. I've never had a full glass of coffee or a full I've cup of coffee. I've had a full glass. I've had an iced coffee before. No. Yeah. And a couple times I've done hot coffee. But it's never... It's not a It's not a common thing. Ali, I mean, you 
Didn't you have an energy drink once and it like messed you up really badly or something? No, I had I had a. I mean, I've had I've had energy drinks a few times, and I've had uh, like literally I could count them on the number of my hands. And same thing with coffee. And every time I have, it just makes me really energetic, and my heart pounds, and I'm like I feel like I'm gonna die. So I don't uh, know. Oh, yeah. So you have like one of those like caffeine like intolerances, huh? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just also like you build the tolerance over time or whatnot. I drink tea. There's caffeine in that, but not very much. Yeah, and like it's not concentrated in that way. So I mean, I'm not yeah. overly fond of of coffee. I've had coffee flavored ice cream. It's not a big deal. But this is this is the kind of th- things like in the in the situation of lockdown or whatever, the social distancing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, people can't keep up their ordinary routines. Where it's like people are trying to come up with ideas. You know, on uh, cooking. It's like there's a whole kind of series of, of short videos dedicated to teaching people how to cook in quarantine uh, in in this kind of situation like in limited circumstances uh, people are downloading an app where you put in all the stuff that you have in your pantry and it tells you exactly what you can make all the recipes you can make there's that guy on on TikTok i forgot his name he's an asian dude who looks like he's cooking from a dorm but he's he's actually i think just cooking in his room his mom's there uh who kind of ends all this, this cooking shit is easy. And he's become very famous over doing these really simple recipes. I mean, like, he taught people how to make chicken Alfredo the other day and, like, ch- uh, buffalo chicken quesadillas and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> but he's getting something like some upwards of like 100,000 retweets. Wow. And millions of views. On so, the TikToks? And on his TikTok, so he's he's no not just on his TikTok. His TikTok is getting like millions of views, but on Twitter, he's getting like hundreds of thousands and tens of thousands of retweets. I think like his last video had like eighty thousand retweets or something like that. Oh shit! The dude, it's a very very simple, and he's like the great thing about it is like he's not even a he's not even doing anything fancy. He's, he's filming it on his camera. It's a cell phone, not like any type of equipment. Really simple transitions. Very like everything is very minimal, but his sense of humor and the kind of simplicity of it works. And like in the era of the lockdown, they've become like doubly important. People are yeah. like, "Oh, that's come. That's come. I'm gonna do <laughs> chicken Alfredo. I'm gonna make strawberry cheesecakes and stuff yeah. like that," because people are re- like reimagining or or rediscovering cooking. Right for people who yeah. order takeout or or whatnot, suddenly you're in a new experience. So you're not the old, only one. People can't go to the gym, and so they're trying to come up with new ways of working out at home. You know, Bro. so like, like everyone's routine has been funky. People's sleep schedules are funky. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, all bad. People don't even know what day it is. People don't, know, like they don't. Yeah, they don't have like the rhythm anymore. People joke that the only way they know uh, on my Twitter, they've been joking that the only way that they know uh, what day of the week it is is when I post a thread, oh. which I do oh, every Wednesday. Wednesday. And so, yeah, like, like I know it's Wednesday because all these posted a thread. It's the only way oh, I've been able to keep track of time. I have <laughs> to. You know, I have you, to go and retweet that. That's what I'm saying. You know, honestly though, you should have fucked with them because, like, you know, obviously we're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah, if I was cruel, I would. Uh, I would totally do like one on a yeah. Thursday or something. I mean, do it on a Tuesday. It's like it's April Fool's Day today. I mean, we've been April fooled. We've been April. We, I mean, we literally been 2020 fooled by so God. Many. Well, I th- I'm like, pretty sure people canceled April Fools. I mean, uh, very. Usually it's a big thing, but like this time around, people are like, yeah, let's t- let's tone it down. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like honestly, 
I think it's funny because, uh, you know, because uh, Evangeline Lilly and uh, Vanessa Hudgens, you know, talking yeah. foolishness, right? Yeah. And it's, uh, I saw a tweet the other day, be like, how are you guys going to get canceled during a quarantine, right? And I always thought it was kind of funny. It's like, man, it's like you're not even allowed to interact with people, and somehow you manage to get people to pissed off at you. Like, how well, is that even I mean, possible? This is the kind of thing about social distancing. What did Vanessa Hudgens do? Vanessa Hudgens kind of dismissed the, the number of deaths. She was very upset that like a Coachella or something was being canceled and she's just yeah. like I don't quite I don't get it you know people she die Dolph from the Lundgren flu herself. yeah she's all like if we if we die I die fucking Dolph Lundgren shit you know <laughs> she, she goes well, people dying is tragic but people die anyways like it's very stupid it's a reminder that the people who are who are considered celebrities are generally morons like yeah. they're they yeah. like literally they're dumb as as, as doornails. They're dumb. Yeah, as I mean, and Evangeline Lilly was talking about how she was willing to she was willing to die for her freedom or some shit. It made some some really idiotic claim on Instagram. Yeah, people people are being extra stupid, dumbass. But the but the thing is, like, to be honest, now obviously as an introvert who who tends to be a homebody, this is not too big of a of an issue for me. Like. I don't got an itch that I need to scratch. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't feel like I'm jonesing for human interaction or whatnot. Dude, I've been doing Zoom calls, man. It's just but like, but sh- that's what I'm talking about. I was like, I don't un- quite understand. Because it isn't social distancing. It's physical distancing. Yeah. Social, we still are very social. People mm-hmm. are on Instagram. People are on Twitter. People are calling each other. People are texting each other. People are having Zoom conversations. My colleagues today, my colleagues every week since this has happened have been having... Uh, uh, Zoom like b- happy hour, if you will, or Zoom like <laughs> hangout. We're like we were all the professors get together and we just kind of hang out on Zoom, you know. And we've been doing it weekly. It's kind of fun and whatnot. But it's like there isn't like you know you're not missing any real social contact. Yeah, you're just physically distanced. The only problem with Zoom is that apparently. People don't know how to work with their cameras, and they end up being naked and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a given. And there's always going to be people doing dumb shit, yeah, not understanding all that. It happens. But the, the 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 real question is like, I don't understand. And maybe this should be directed towards you and uh, Diz. Is like because you guys are way more social, and in many ways, you draw identity and affirmation from that from from friends and people around you and 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 whatnot. Like. Has it been a big impact on your life? Has it been like, do you feel like you're trapped and you need to escape or something? Diz, why don't you feel this question? Yeah, so, I mean, we said this last week. Um, I'm a very introverted extrovert, so I don't mm-hmm. mind being at home for, like, long periods of time. And, like, I actually prefer it to going out. The um, biggest impact, man, is dude, being in a relationship. Like, that's mm. the shitty part, right? Yeah, not being like, able to see your partner. Especially yeah. if your partner is in a... Yeah. In literally in in the field. Yeah, my my like that that makes it like so much harder for me because she's a healthcare professional. So like, like I can't see her. Like, mm. you know, like other people have been like, yeah, you're not supposed to go and see like people, but like you know, people have been doing it. It's stupid, but they've been doing it. I can't even risk that. Like, <laughs> I um I was tempted to just go and like hang out in her balcony the other day, like just mm. so like I could have some interaction with her, but like I you know i decided against it because i thought it would have made it would have made me feel worse you know but um that's that's been the tough part like i don't don't really care like i've i zoom called with my friends i've you know like i I try to video call her like every night but it's still tough you know like it's the tough that's the toughest thing about it is just not being able to see my partner but i mean 
But other than that, like you don't think it's had that like that the social the lack of the social component hasn't had too much of an issue for you? No, man. Like honestly, because okay. it's like it's interesting. Because here's the thing, right? Like every day, I'm I'm in a group chat, right, with like some of my closest friends. I'm in a few group chats there, so I'm keeping in contact with them via text message. Okay, you know. I've so you do- were already more digital, anyways, in yeah, your, in, your, yeah. in your friendships. Well, I did. I grew up in. I I, I moved. You know, right. like cross country so like i had to learn how to get digital because i didn't get to see my friends for like months on end or even years you know in some cases so like it's not something that i'm like not used to mm-hmm. like realistically like uh today i like i had to cancel my flight but i had a ticket to go back to dc and i was supposed to fly out to dc in four hours you know mm-hmm. so it's like and that would have been my first time going back to dc since june and mm-hmm. even when I went in June, like I maybe saw like my friends, I saw one of my friends that that whole day because I went there for his engagement party, mm-hmm. and like I didn't really get to see the other guys, maybe for more than like thirty forty minutes, but um, you know, so like I would I would have it's been almost a year since I've seen a lot of like my close friends that I grew up with, um, I I see friends at the conference once a year, so it's like I'm used to having like long distance digital like friendships with mm-hmm. with people anyway so it's not like that big of a deal like i said the only thing that's tough is like i can't go to a bar <laughs> you know like i just miss alcohol but <laughs> like i'll be fine <laughs> well it, it, that's fascinating to me yeah because that, that's what i was kind of wondering is like look i get it extroverts they like that the connection to, to the people around them and in particular like when we talk the three of us you two more than i talk about buddies and friends Mm-hmm. right we all have friends but like they're they form a core part of like your like your fabric of identity and your life experience right yeah so it's like there's a, there's a question like what happens when that kind of gets cut off but in the in the world that we're living in you're not waiting for snail mail no yeah, yeah. right you're not going down to the local pub and having like weekly meetings and dinners and whatnot like right there's no there's no yeah. to- tolkien's club of friends here yeah <laughs> you, you you text each other yeah. You zoom each other. You FaceTime each other. Yeah. So you would think that we would be far more comfortable with social distancing than, may say, previous generations. But ironically, it seems like Gen Z, which were already home buddies and whatnot, are the most likely to break quarantine, quarantine yeah. along with boomers. And then, like, the millennials and Gen X are caught in the middle going, let's take this thing seriously. Bro, dude, like... um you know, not to kind of like put like a, a sad thing on like our conversation, but you know, like today was the one year anniversary of our grandma passing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, so like our family, like we, we went to the gravesite, um, and we were all there at the same time, but we took turns going to like her actual grave, you know, mm. like we let one family go and then they came back and then another family went and then another family went like, you know, like, we even had to social distance our morning, you know, like, but it was because my cousin who's like in charge of our family, she put the parameters like, all right, this is how we're going to go. Like, I know like we all want to go to like her gravesite today, but we have to be responsible. And she's a Gen Xer, you know, mm. whereas like, I'm pretty sure my mom and my aunt wouldn't would have just been like, yeah, dude, who cares? Let's just all go at the same time. Like, we'll just not touch each other. But she's like, no, <laughs> I don't even want us to be like, that even risk like getting each other sick and people yeah. are finding interesting ways of just making do 
right? Yeah. That's the reality. We're, this is our new reality for another 30 days at minimum. <laughs> and maybe even more. Who knows? I mean, judging based on the response by this current administration, you know, we may never be out of quarantine in our life. <laughs> Why it's, like that, a, I, it's like a Supreme Court justices, right? Like, we're stuck. Right? We're fucking stuck. I, I've, I've, I've said uh, to students, I'm like, don't be surprised if, like, for come fall time, we're still on in online classes. Like, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's just the reality. Of it. Or the worst is like it goes away in summer and then comes back in fall. Who knows, right? Like, yeah. we have no clue. Yeah. But, what do you guys? What have you guys what? been doing? Have you been binge watching? Or but that's what I was saying. Is like people yeah. cope and they make do. And I'm assuming that the thing that has helped people survive, just as Zoom stock has probably gone through the roof. Yeah, yeah. so too is that, like Netflix and Hulu. And Amazon Prime TV and what are the other ones? App, iTunes, Apple, Apple, Apple TV. 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 Yeah. I guess YouTube. Roku is still a thing. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. What's the, what's, what are some other ones? Uh, Disney Plus. Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what's been going on. Is like people have been binge watching. I've, I will say this right up front, fuckers. I don't care how fucking long we're in lockdown. I will not watch a single episode of Friends. It's it's not on there anymore. Oh, good, <laughs> dude. Zoom stock is up sixty two dollars in the past three months. By the way, no. Yeah, yeah. What if it was all conspiracy by Zoom? I swear, it's a Zoom hand sanitizer and toilet paper conspiracy. That's right. They have this whole thing going on. They're all like, listen. We have to, they they got together with Charmin and with uh, Lysol, and they're listen. All right, we're all going to work together to get rid of our competition. Zoom's all like, I'm going to fuck Skype over. <laughs> you know, Lysol's like I'm gonna fuck all these, and then yeah, and then they all is one giant conspiracy that to destroy to destroy the, I guess the sanitation slash uh, communications industry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy was going well right up until that end, and then and then like all good conspiracies, it just fell apart. It just fell apart. So I mean, what, I, what have you all been, uh, you know? I mean, we all. I, and I know you boycott Netflix. I'm sure you found other ways of. Uh, I mean, you you actually have a legitimate job and purpose in life, unlike most of us. So like, you have other things to do. Uh, I have yeah, I have writing deadlines that exactly. I still keep. Uh, yeah. So I've been busy with stuff like that. So you know, I mean, we are also me and Diz are also supporting people with writing deadlines in the forms of showrunners. Mm-hmm. You know, true. and uh, yeah, and for me, I can tell you right off the bat what Diz has been. Binge watching. Uh, is it OnlyFans? No, it's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told Ali to make one of those. He did, and I'm like, I'm not selling feet pics. People love that. They thought it was they thought it was such a hilarious interaction between the two of us. Uh, yeah, no, you people, don't, don't, don't do that, Ali, because they'll find out you have goat hooves. Yeah, actually, people text me. They're like, "This is probably the funniest thing I've seen on Twitter." Also, I think people are like. They're really like desperate for some type of distraction and entertainment. So it worked out quite well. Um, but I can tell you, I'm almost like, tell me, like, tell me I'm wrong. You're watching ER, aren't you? Dude, I just finished it. <laughs> See, I, I know, I know you did. I mean, we were raised together. I know your obsessions. I know, I know how, like, in, especially in the past couple of years, ER has become a very comforting thing for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you get into ER? Is like, was the, did your parents watch it or something? Or, like, um, watch it, like. No, okay. So when I moved to California, um, when I, I moved to Orange County. It was on when I would skip school. Right, uh, okay. so like they would <laughs> do like school. Yeah, when I'd skip uh, school, right, or when I'd pretend to be sick, they would. It was on TNT, 
like in the afternoon. So I'd watch that. And then I realized that like, for whatever reason, Mustafa and Medina watched it too, but they never told us that they watched it. And like, she made a reference to one of the characters and I knew who, what she was talking about. I'm like, you watch ER? She's like, yeah, I watch it every Thursday. I'm like, it's on on Thursdays. <laughs> she's like, wow. She's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I've been watching it like every day on TNT. And I realized I was watching all the old episodes and then like I got, so I ended up watching the new episodes and the old episodes concurrently. So, mm. so like it that just was, uh, George Clooney was on that show. Yeah, so I was watching it. I, like the ones I was watching, George Clooney was still on, and then like I was watching it, and I was watching the concurrent seasons, and like he wasn't on there, but I I caught up enough to like because TNT eventually caught me oh, up. Oh, you did the thing where you like the show's still going, but now you've actually caught up to. Oh, interesting. Yeah, man. So it was um, so like I guess like it just reminds me of like my being stuck here, like first moving from from Virginia. It's- it's a good example of something to binge because, like, what is it, like 500 episodes or some shit like that? 322 episodes, my man. 322 oh, episodes is a lot. It's yeah. one of those, like, like... hour-long episodes, too? Yeah. So, yeah. okay, I, I binge-watched, like, maybe 10 seasons worth. No, more than that. I watched 12 seasons worth last year, right, when I had, mm-hmm. um, oh, I had some leave from work. So I watched 12 seasons. Yeah. And then I watched the final three seasons in these past like two weeks. I love that your your binge watching habits vacillate between like the really depraved mm-hmm. and the habits of a soccer mom. Oh yeah, like yeah. a suburban soccer. Mom. I, I really love that, dude. No, I, I so I've been I've been watching ER. All right, so I finished that, and then like I've been seeing all these fucking memes, bro. I know you guys have seen them. All right, I saw all these memes for Tiger King. Yeah, I've heard stuff about. Oh, it. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. if I want to watch it. Bro, it's, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into the sensationalization. Like people are now talking about Tiger King didn't do anything wrong or something like that, and I don't even know what it is. But immediately my my mind's going great. No, no. Okay, it's just he's he's a gay mullet having gun loving fucking tiger owning meth addict. <laughs> All right, so like that's that's, that's why people it. like him. He's that's just like weird as hell. And he ran for president, and I, I think I'm pretty sure V brought this guy up on our podcast like yeah, four years he, ago. He ran for the twenty in the 2016 campaign. His name is Joe Exotic. Now, did did you finish the the Netflix series yet, or no? Yeah, I finished it today, bro. I watched. Does he do something <laughs> criminal, and now people think he's innocent? Well, kinda. So they don't think that he's innocent. They hate the the, the lady that like he was that he hated. Yeah, and Carol Basket. Yeah, they're all they're all convinced that she fed one of her husbands the tires. There's a whole thing about that. There's all these memes with Tony the Tiger saying they're great eating people and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she kind of. We're like, gonna walk out of this being dumber. Let's just point that no, out, this, out of this, this is, out of lockdown. Hundred percent. How true. that's possible? But <laughs> listen, you know this Carol Baskins chick is has is guilty when OJ Simpson said she did it. <laughs> he would know. Yeah. OJ Simpson went on Twitter today. And he's like, "Well, I've been watching this Tiger King stuff lately, and you know, I'm about six episodes in, and I just gotta say, Carol Baskins fed her husband to the tigers." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit!" No, please, for the love of God, please yeah. don't make, oh, don't redeem OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that. And then, please. well, okay, well, here's here's the redemption. Unfortunately, he goes, and also, white people, man, you guys are just fucking weird. Like, what's wrong with you white people? (laughs) The internet is far too... This is the the attention span of the internet is short. Mm -hmm. And the internet sends, like, incentivizes uh, entertainment above anything else. That's true. And so, like, this is why, like, 
I have no, I haven't watched this series, but it could probably it's possibly really horribly exploitative and tragic and whatnot. But if you can make a meme out of it, that's all that matters. Well, I think they feel like Netflix really. I mean, they've been pushing. This yeah, they lean heavily on that. Right, and they lean really heavily on it. Yeah, and like I, you know, it's it's really funny because I don't, I haven't seen Tiger King. I assumed that it was about Sagat from Street Fighter when I first heard the name, right? And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll watch it because I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Sagat. I love Tiger it. Uppercut. Yeah, right. But like, okay, no, it's about Joe. I'm like, oh, you mean the dude who ran for literally his quote in one of his ads? He's like, I've had some kinky sex. I've tried drugs during the younger years of my life. You know, like I'm pro gun and I have my gay husband. Like he had a whole like his ad campaign. Oh my! Was God. crazy and like yeah, like I remember following he, and be like, you know, I almost wanted to vote for him, right? And then I realized that we already fucked everything up. You know, we're we're gonna fuck everything up if I if I ended up doing that. Oh Jesus! We already did anyway, but you know, there was a whole thing with Joe Exotic that I was like fascinated about, and a lot of the podcasts that I was listening to at the time were talking about him running, right? And then the, all of a sudden, I saw this documentary about him. I'm like, dude, the Netflix is just. You know, after we, after we did that episode about, you know, the Don't Fuck With Cats, Luca Manana thing, I kind of, like, yeah. lost my interest in Netflix documentaries because I was like... So what have you been binging? Of, so, you know what? So I realized that, like, whilst in isolation, you know, I kind of thought about, you know, like, the, the, the bottomless pit of despair that is my own mind. Mm. And I realized that, you know, really what I should do is surround myself with things that also reflect that. So I decided to go on a horror movie binge while okay. I was doing yoga. Yeah, so like I was sitting there doing a, I was doing Downward Dog and I was watching um, Midsummer or Midsummer, right? With the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a, that. That's a fucked up movie. That movie is uh, popular amongst grad students because they say that's basically what writing a dissertation is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, if you ever want to experience what writing a dissertation is like, just watch Midsummer. Um, but yeah, and also because the characters are, I think, grad students, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, like, so, like, um, Ari Aster, director, right? He did, um, he, he did the, the movie with Paymon. Uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, Heritage. Heritage, yeah, yeah. So like he, you know, he did that in his or hereditary, hereditary. Excuse me, yeah. yeah. So like his, like his style of directing for horror movies is so visceral, right? And Midsummer is just really like it's like disturbing, in like in like in a really, I guess in his style, right? So it's like it's not like a traditional horror movie in that sense. And then I kind of went and I hopped on to watching Us, mm. right, which is another different type of disturbing. You know, but like all of it's real fascinating, you know, and if you kind of want to like. Is this all on Netflix? So uh, I think they're both on Amazon. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, and then so it's I've been on a weird the horror movie thing. I don't know why specifically that, you know, maybe it's just because like kind of the fear of like what's going out there is kind of uh-huh. matching the kind of the fear that's going on. You know, like it's that kind of the weird thing with your, you know, in your mind. You know, where it's like you think that maybe you can escape the horrors of real life mm. by looking at horrors of. I guess the imaginary world. Yeah, so the the only that, problem with that yeah. is like, see, with ER, you've got 300 episodes. That's yeah. the key to a good binge watch. That's true. Is like you want to find something like Law and Order SVU, something that's got like episode after episode that you could just keep going. Yeah, right? but that shit's heavy, man. That's it is. It is heavy. So you got to find something that balances. So in terms of like anime, this is the problem with anime, right? It's like, I don't watch a lot of anime. Uh, in fact, I've watched very little, but I've, my biggest problem has always been the anime seasons are too short. Because anime isn't the main medium, right? Yeah. The, the medium is there. More often than not, anime is just advertisement for the manga. Mm-hmm. So they'll do one season, 10 episodes, 12 episodes, that's it. 
yeah, and then yeah. the purpose is that you will then continue by buying the manga and reading the manga. Yeah. So anime has always been my biggest issue is like I don't I don't read manga, so I'm like I want to fucking watch the anime, and a lot of anime is like that, or they'll have like two or three seasons max. Yeah. And then they'll just kind of leave the story. But then there are those see those animes that are like phenomenal fairy tale that's got like something like three hundred episodes if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Or if you, uh, if you know One Piece has nine hundred twenty five episodes, right? Or yeah. or Full Metal Alchemist or Naruto. Like these are the ones that have like much larger episodes, and so they're like perfect binge watching. Like that's what you want to get into because then you could be you could be going for weeks. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. You could they could tide you over until twenty twenty one, whatever yeah. it is, right? Um, if I were to be binge watching myself, um, I'd be binge watching Avatar and Legend of Korra. Yeah, hmm. I think I saw you. Uh, you you had mentioned. I think you were tweeting about it. Yeah, I was we were with one of someone else who was chatting uh, with us. Uh, one of the villains is one of your favorites. Zaheer. Zaheer is one of my favorite okay. villains in Legend of Korra. Um, but yeah, like I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think they're available on Netflix. No, I, don't I think, think they're that. available in Europe, but maybe not here in the, in America. Um, so if I were to binge watch, I would allegedly use other means to do so. Uh-huh. And that's not to say that I'm encouraging people to abandon Netflix and uh, use and Hulu and these these other sort of um, streaming services like, uh, what do you call that thing? Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would never uh, actively try to harm any business out there. That's just not my style. It's um, who I am as a person. Yes. I would never bring about, you know, the desire to, to damage anyone's corporation. But <laughs> if I were, if I were that type of person... I might say that this would be the ideal opportunity to find free, you know, websites like a, a you know, Footlocker. one might be called Watch Cartoon, you know, <laughs> and it would be, an, you know, completely free, no subscription. But, you know, I, I would never encourage anyone to do anything of that sort. But, but you know, of course not. Desperate times. That's Strange true. times. I mean, you would. Think- Our society is collapsing. Yeah. Netflix should collapse along with it. I mean, if that's what was happening. If, if, if that's the will of God. If it, yeah. <laughs> if God wills it. God wills it. Deus vault. <laughs> Inshallah, right? If God wills it, <laughs> just cover our bases here. Right? Are you? Are, do you like? Do you like Zahir because he's like this bald badass? I love Zahir because. Uh, I'll tell you why I like Zaheer very clearly. One, he's an airbender. And we finally get to see airbenders, like, really go at it. Yeah, like destructive airbenders. Destruct, like, actually yeah. fight. Like, one of the yeah. things, I love I love Aang, right? Aang's great, tender-hearted kid. Uh, probably one of the greatest protagonists ever created in terms of, like, value-wise uh, and principles. Really good character. But he's a, he's a like, traditional pacifist airbender right like he cut and run evade and whatnot so it's nice to see airbending as an actual like real uh, hardcore fighting style which i think zahir brings that but he's also like he's like he's like a crazy ass anarchist who's spouting like airbending philosophy (laughs) Uh, and uh, you know break the tether to the earthly plane and leap into the void and then he kills the earth queen (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Anarchists with the philosophical leanings, I'm all for it. But also because I like I think the 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 villains of Korra, I'm I'm 
favorable towards Avatar myself, personally. I think most and, people tend to like Avatar more. Yeah, I think they Avatar like is... Both. Yeah, like, they're both yeah. good, phenomenal. I like Avatar a little bit more. I just think the tone is what what I enjoy the most. Yeah. Uh, and there's some other good stuff. But I think in terms of villains, yeah, hands yeah. down, I think the villains of of Korra are fucking compelling. Now, Ali, would you would you airbend? If that was that your 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 element of choice? Yes, through and through, I'm an airbender. Yeah. I think I'm 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 in terms of philosophy, the kind of laid back, be free, no attachments, no slightly monastic. Yeah, that's very much like airbending through and through. Also, I like the versatility of airbending. You can kind of use it for fucks. everything. Yeah, you'd definitely be a firebender, yeah, fire and I think bender. V's an earthbender through and through. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I think we, we, I, I feel like we had like a four-hour conversation about we might have. dinner once, right? But like, yeah, like I would earthbend, but I wouldn't use it for anything useful. Like I'd make my own Easter Island where there'd be a bunch of like head statues all over <laughs> of myself. Like I wouldn't do anything like particularly useful with it. Earthbending has some cool elements to it. Is like like you could make yourself a little house. Yeah, you could you make know, chairs. Like, you could do like you could do stuff with it. My biggest beef with firebending is so you can't really do anything other than attack people with it. Destruction. That's, that's all that. That's all that Diz would want to do. With <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it doesn't really do anything else, does it? Yeah, it's no. like you can't be like you can't build a house with firebending. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In fact, is I mean, really, technically, because you live in California, you can firebend at least once a year. That's Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't let any firebenders into California. Yeah, no, yeah, probably no, no. not a good idea. Or at least we needed more waterbenders to out- <laughs> outnumber the firebenders. No. You know, like- yeah, no, I'm good, bro. <laughs> you know, for I mean, we talk, we talking about binging and whatnot, but like the the thing that. Uh, more like the generation after especially Gen Z they're doing more than anything else TikTok it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. really one it's it's for like there's a peak moment of creativity where like some really interesting things were happening for like a week or two yeah but now it's like entered into like stagnation yeah um, yeah it's like it's becoming stale but because it has the endless scroll I've always said streaming technology the endless scroll the like slash retweet slash favorites that's whatever and uh, the front-facing camera. Those four technologies have had a huge oversized influence on our lives in ways that we don't even realize, but we're going to find out decades from now. Yeah. The endless, the either the stream or the endless scroll means that you could sit there for hours and just scroll. That's mm-hmm. true. I've done it before, too. Like, um, Yeah, it just eliminates, it's like it completely eliminates the idea of sitting in boredom. Yeah, unconsciously, too. Like, There's, there's that thing where it's just like you don't... Uh, because there's no like actual like cutting off like forced cutting off like like at yeah. the end of an episode right yeah the credits roll and there's a point for you where it's like I think mentally you could easily just detach because yeah. it's like okay it's over you can move on yeah. right but when it comes to something like that like it's like there's literally never like an ending point right it just yeah. kind of keeps going and going so like for whatever reason you can easily justify just kind of staying there and stagnating or stagnantly just kind of watching even if it's like stuff you're not that interested in yeah it's kind of keeps moving you know yeah well you know you got to do what you got to do in these times so no judgment at this point uh hopefully you know someday in the future people can tune in to these episodes and be like oh wow we've got like an actual digital archive of you know life in in lockdown and self yeah. social distancing we'll call it life during a pandemic yeah. um we'll, we're gonna end it here it's a little bit of a shorter episode but a bit fun and light hopefully it'll kind of uh 
you know, for 30 minutes, it'll keep you distracted from the tediousness of your life. Uh, if there's things that you're binge watching that we should be watching, do let us know because now we're, we need to collect that stuff as well. Yeah. Maybe we'll come up with a concurrently nerdy collective list and do a thread on Twitter of things you should watch during uh, social distancing. Uh, yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, Diz will let you know how you can do that. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash currently nerdy, Twitter at currently nerdy, Instagram at currently nerdy, Tumblr, currently nerdy.tumblr.com, YouTube, youtube.com slash currently nerdy. Um, we're on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app. Listen, you have nothing else to do with your time. Listen to our old episodes, man. See, go find some trivia out there and see if we could remember if we said it or not. Make a See if there's a Ali said it or not and tweet it at us. Like, <laughs> did he actually say this? And we'll have to uh, dissect if it's true or not. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at vtran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214, Ali. You can catch me on Twitter at A-A-O-L-O-M-I uh, or on Instagram as well. You can check out uh, the threads that I've been putting up on our sister podcast, Head on History, or my website, alialomi.com. Diz. You can find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H, and also season one of Currently Nerdy Sports is on SoundCloud for right now. So soundcloud.com slash currently nerdy. Go out there and check out some fantasy sports stuff. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. All hail the Currently Nerdy Empire.